It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Locked On Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am not joined by anybody. I am joined by you guys. You guys are sitting right here in the studio with me. You guys are are, are offering me up your questions by way of iTunes five-star review. You guys just keep on killing it with those things. I can't say enough, and I'm going to keep on repeating it. So if you guys are sick of it, sorry. I'm going to keep on saying thank you guys a ton for the questions that you guys send in. Uh, we are venturing out into uh, into some different waters now, and 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 look, if you have a question about anything, the thing is, I do this podcast because I have an opinion on just about everything. So if you send me a question that is is not lewd, obviously, but if you guys send me questions about stuff, whether it's music, uh, food, movies, entertainment, what have you life situations, all those things. If you guys have any kind of questions like that, send them in and, and we can, and we can see where they take us. Uh, today's show, we have some questions about Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Ivica Zubots. We have some stuff about, uh, Kobe and Jason Tatum. All we have a, a, a question about general LA sports and, and how exciting it is to be an Angelino and, and sports fan right now. Uh, and then, and then at the very end of the show, the last segment, what we're going to do here, I had a tweet go up the other day or, or well, Sunday about the Avengers and infinity war and, uh, their, their, I guess, equivalents in the NBA. Uh, so, and, and when I put those up, I had a couple of people ask me if I wouldn't mind throwing those on the show and, and see what everybody else thinks. That'll be the end of the show though, because it might contain some, some infinity war spoilers. If you guys haven't seen the movie yet. And then what I'm hoping to do is sometime soon, uh, bring Harrison back on here. He is a huge Marvel fan. Our best conversations, honestly, are just arguing about the MCU. So that's kind of where this show is going to go. You guys know where to find the show. Megaphone, Panoply, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Today's Fast Break, Spotify, Alexa, and Silver Screen and Roll. You guys know where to find me on Twitter, at Anthony Irwin-LA, and the show on Twitter, at LockedOnLakers. Really quick thing, as I said at the end of last show, if you guys are a local business that is looking looking to to broadcast your product out to uh, out to the, the 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 thousands of people who listen to the show, let me know. Send me an email, LakersLockedOn at gmail dot com. But enough of that stuff. Let's get right to these questions. The first question I have here is from Coach Mike o- o- five. Uh, Pete, I know this is you. You have a burner iTunes account, uh, although you would probably go by Coach Pete. Anywho, if Jimmy Butler is available and the Lakers want to add another star midseason, what package would you put together for him in the way the roster is currently constructed? Uh, so this is tough. For the first thing that you need to hope happens if you're the Lakers and you want Jimmy Butler is 
the relationship between him and Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins and and whoever is 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 the important parties here that that relationship continues to kind of wear and tear and or outright deteriorate so it doesn't really matter what package the Lakers or Laker fans would want to put together for him if the relationships turn around in Minnesota and and those guys all start seeing eye to eye and and the culture really starts building and and people start start to understand each other Jimmy Butler probably isn't going anywhere but if that happens and Jimmy Butler was to hit the market I think if if you're still only acquiring him potentially only for a few months if he if he decides to go elsewhere so if you're you you have to keep that in mind you also have to keep in mind the wear and tear i mean we saw it firsthand with luol deng that guys leave tom thibodeau and it doesn't always turn out very well and and jimmy butler is the kind of guy he he plays so hard all the time uh that that you worry you worry about the wear he's going to wear down over the course of his career so i think from all of those standpoints with all of that in mind i think the big three assets lonzo ingram kuzma i think those guys are still off the table for butler because of the timing of everything and 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 again the only way that this kind of conversation is at all meaningful is if things don't go very well in minnesota so and if things aren't going very well in minnesota then they don't really have the leverage to demand really much of anything uh now the difference here between the Kawhi leonard situation and before that paul george was the lakers had the leverage of of those guys saying outright they wanted to be lakers now we saw how it turned out obviously with paul george he is still in oklahoma city and we'll see how it turns out with Kawhi leonard but Jimmy Butler has not made any such grand statement about his his preferred destination here. I think he just wants to be in a place where he can compete. He's a competitor. He's a competitionaholic. He has a crazy hard ass attitude, and and sometimes it can rub people the wrong way. And I think he wants to be in a situation where they can contend, and he can contend alongside people who kind of get him. And, you know, it kind of makes sense. I'm going to take a quick second here. And then the next segment, I'm just going to go through this stuff kind of rapid fire. Again, quick, you know, quick request here about the iTunes reviews and the questions that you guys send in is, one, if you guys have multiple questions that you're going to put into the same review, just save them. I'm going to get to them. I'm not going to be able to... If you put in a question, like I'm, the next question here has nine parts, I'm not going to be able to get to all nine parts because I want to get to every other question here in the iTunes uh, comment section. So if you guys have multi-part questions, save them. Save those other parts. I'll come back to them. It's a long off-season. We have at least two or three more shows like this where it's just straight mailbag and we aren't going to have very much to talk about. So if you have all these questions fire them away at a later date uh so i'm gonna take a quick whoop strokes are fun i'm gonna take a quick second here and when we come back i will answer the rest of your guys's questions and then in the final segment have that kind of introduction to the to the infinity war equivalents across the nba 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, so here's I'm going to answer a couple parts of this. This is from Flipper 1165. Uh, this is the, this is the the I'm going to go with three questions here. One, what's the likelihood of Zubats being traded by the deadline? Not very high. I think the Lakers are pretty high on him, and he's cost controlled. Two, do you think Mo Wagner even sniffs him up enough minutes to prove himself? Yes, absolutely. And three, looking ahead to summer of 2019, realizing they have a, the young core LeBron and Cap space, what's the perfect roster you're signing or constructing constructing outside of a Kawhi, Clay, or Butler signing? Who else would you be giving multi-year deals to? I love Chris Middleton's game. I think he's highly underrated because he plays in Milwaukee for a somewhat under performing organization uh you know you would think you have somebody as talented as Giannis and and not being able to get out of the 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 first round and and some of the things that they're running into I'm really I think they're going to be really good this year Brooke Lopez makes a ton of sense on a Giannis team uh he I think Mike Budenholzer makes a ton of sense for getting Giannis the type of spacing that he needs to get but I love Chris Middleton. And so anything that, you know, if, if, if I had my druthers, obviously, I'd prefer to have Kawhi in, in any kind of situation or hypothetical. But if the Lakers were to walk away next summer with Chris Middleton and, you know, the continued cap space or the continued flexibility, either assets-wise or cap space-wise, to, to continue to add to their roster from there, I'd, I think it'd be you'd be hard pressed to really con, uh, complain about the way that that all played out. I'm going to if I'll come back to those other questions. There are five other questions there, and uh, and Flipper 1165. I appreciate all the questions. I appreciate you thinking about the show the, the, the way you did. Uh, but but that's I I, I want to make sure I get to everybody's questions. Uh, this next question is for for Pete and I, and this is about. Kobe, the Celtics, and Jason Tatum. So I'm going to save that question and come back to it when when Pete is on the show. That's from friend of the show, uh, Nick Batchelor. Uh, this next question, though, comes from QBreezy12. Can you think of a situation like the current one where the three best players in three major sports played in one city, i.e. LeBron James, Aaron Donald, and Mike Trout? Honestly, no. I mean... You'd have to you'd have to look at what the other teams in Chicago look like when Michael Jordan was playing. You'd have to look at what teams in Boston were up to when when Bird was playing, though that was kind of debatable because the Lakers had magic back then. Uh, there might have been another situation like that in L.A. I think it was in nineteen. Pete would know better about this, but I think it was in nineteen like eighty eight. There were some crazy deep rosters. I mean, the, the Dodgers won the World Series that year. The Lakers were still in the Showtime era. Uh, the Rams were even relevant, I believe, back then. So, so I think that's the closest you're going to come. But, but think about it like this: you have LeBron as a Laker, you have Candace Parker 
as uh, in, in as a Los Angeles spark. You have Mike Trout, though the Angels are not really in Los Angeles, so I'm, it's hard for me to count them. You have Chip Kelly showing up to UCLA football. You have USC turning their program around. You have the Rams are going to be relevant. They might be one of the favorites in the NFC West. And you have Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald, and, and we'll see how, how golf turns out. You have... The Dodgers, I mean, we haven't even gotten to them, but but Clayton Kershaw is a generational talent as a pitcher, and, and they just acquired Manny Machado, who is really, really exciting at his position, and have uh, Corey Bellinger, nope, well, Cody Bellinger is killing it. Corey Seager comes back next year. So just in general, as, a, as me being a lifelong Los Angeles sports fan, this is about as exciting a time as you're going to see across your entire life. So So really take it in, because this... This doesn't happen very often. This is pretty cool to watch take place and and uh, wiping everybody's faces. Now we just got to hope that that this winds up with a couple titles here and there. That'd be that'd be kind of nice. But we'll see how it all turns out. Uh, the next couple questions here. This is uh, a a a reference to the Destiny Two reference that I made in the last show. Uh, somebody else asked about my my PSID. I think it's AF Irwin 1286. So if you guys are are on PS4, this time of year I'm on there quite a bit because there's nothing else really going on and I'm an insomniac and I I need a little help falling asleep. If you guys are on there, hit me up and and we'll do a raid or two. Uh, And then the last question here isn't really necessarily a question, but it's something that I get quite a bit, especially after Matt Moore comes on the show. Uh, This is from T. Brian. Regular listener, minus one recent episode that I dumped immediately when you had Matt Moore claiming LeBron would have still come to the Lakers even if Jim Buss and Kupchak were here instead of Magic and Palenka. Look, I enjoy good, constructive conversations that involve people with different ideologies. I don't think we have that nearly enough in this country. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wax poetic. I'm not gonna hop up on my soapbox about the state of, of discourse in this country or in the world really right now. But I look, I, I really respect Matt. He has been one of the the key people in, in helping me get here and and I like talking basketball with him. And I hope that you guys kind of recognize that you know he and i can he and i can disagree and maybe eventually we'll we'll start seeing closer to eye to eye on stuff but but i think it's good to i know that it it can get frustrating and i know that it can get annoying when you when you feel like people are kind of trolling laker fans out there for clicks uh or or for listens or for attention but I, I, that's not the case with Matt. He really thinks this stuff th- through. I really respect his opinions because I know they're they're fully formulated, and and that goes with just about every person that I bring on this show. I'm not going to fully agree with everybody. And now some people I feel more comfortable kind of going back at than others, but for the most part, I like the idea of of constructive discourse between two people that don't necessarily see eye to eye on everything. And I think it's really important as a as a culture, as a society, that we start to get back to that, that we have actual discourse amongst each other, even if we disagree. Uh, and, and that winds up being constructive and and civil and, and all of those things like though it's, it's important to me that we figure that stuff out again. All right. We're going to take a quick second. And when we come back, I will get into this Infinity War 
NBA crossover idea. Uh, We'll get to that here in a bit. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so at at 1.02 p.m. on August 5th, 2018, I sent out a tweet that said, now that Infinity War is on Amazon, and by the way, and this is your last warning. Stop listening right now if you haven't seen Infinity War. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to get into spoilers, but you don't want to find that out the hard way. I'm not going to take any offense if you're not a fan of Infinity War or Marvel or whatever. Cool. That's fine. I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday with Pete. Uh, but uh, And maybe even sooner. I'm trying to work that out. But... My tweet goes as follows. Now that Infinity War is on Amazon, I can stop caring as much about spoilers. So here are NBA equivalents to Infinity War characters. First off, I have Thor as LeBron. I have Thanos as Steph. Vision as DeMar DeRozan. Iron Man as James Harden. Spider-Man as Lonzo. Hulk as Embiid. Doctor Strange as Al Horford. Captain America as CP3. Black Panther as, as Ben Simmons. Uh, The actual gauntlet being KD and Star-Lord being Carmelo Anthony. I'll explain a few of these. So with Thor and LeBron, Thor does some insane stuff in the movie, right? I mean, he he channeled the entire energy of a star and lived to talk about it and, and, and really would have carried the movie if he hadn't aimed his axe at, at Thanos's face, right? Always go for the face guys and also like he's standing there and and thanos is like offering up his head and, oh you should have aimed for just break his neck there he's just right there just like they say in in zombie land double tap guys double tap uh the next one thanos being steph you don't think of this in 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 typical terms and and this is something that i'm sure harrison and i will, will probably disagree on if and when we ever talk about this again but think about it like this Thanos completely changes the game with with going after these and fit this this gauntlet. He channels different skill sets from throughout the universe to make himself and and make his side of of these things the strongest that it could possibly be, and and finally eventually wins. Right. So in in the uh, in this in this first Infinity War movie, so he is not. You would think usually that Thanos would be LeBron because of how physically imposing he is. But I think to me, the, his strongest ability, it was, was bringing together these stones to make himself all the more stronger. Well, more stronger, all the stronger and, and go from there. So the next one here is vision being DeMar DeRozan. We just heard tons and tons of, they spent, spent an entire movie hyping up, vision as this crazy powerful entity and being and and hyper intellectual being and this is he has an actual stone on top of his head he should be all powerful but he was useless 
and not only was he useless, but his uselessness led to Thanos completing his task and getting the gauntlet. And and last year, we just heard tons and tons and tons about how DeMar DeRozan is shooting three-pointers now, and he's this brand-new playoff player who might be more capable of succeeding in the playoffs. And then... DeMar DeRozan, vision. Uh, I'll do a couple more here, and then I'll, I'll sign off, and then I'll explain more of it next time I get together on this on this subject with Harrison. Uh, Black Panther as Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is like this super fun player to watch, young player, and, and Black Panther is young by Marvel standards, right? Uh, he comes from, you know, Ben Simmons coming from Australia, Black Panther coming from Wakanda. Uh, you have and, and they're just fun to watch, like they, the way that they they go about things. Although all this said, Black Panther not really hitting from range, right? He threw that one, uh, he threw the the spear and took down the plane in his in in his centric movie in Black Panther's movie, but we didn't see him really fire from range. Everything was hand to hand in in terms of combat in the movie. And so you got Simmons. Hey, Ben Simmons, shoot a three, coward. Uh, the gauntlet being KD was another one I kind of I, I put a lot of thought into and was kind of I was kind of happy when I when I kind of made this connection here. But just as I said with with Thanos being Steph, Steph brings these stones together. But the thing that actually made Thanos as strong as he was was this gauntlet that enabled him to be able to harness all these crazy powers. And Kevin Durant is out there doing, you know, contesting people at the rim. He's hitting from deep. He can take people off the dribble. He has enough length to give just about anybody a hard time defensively. So what I'm what I'm watching when I when I watch Kevin Durant play, especially when he and Steph are hitting on on and and the entire team is hitting on all cylinders is that gauntlet KD taking a an already super powerful being to a whole nother level that makes him basically unchallengeable he got kevin durant as a gauntlet all right well uh next time i talk about this stuff i'll explain the rest of it and and i'll have harrison yelling at me in the meantime uh so look forward to that show that'll probably drop maybe even tomorrow Maybe I'll give you guys a bonus show uh, because of how great you guys have been with these questions. So maybe we'll get a bonus show tomorrow. I'll talk to you guys then. Have a great rest of your day. And, and just remember, guys, positive discourse, even when you disagree, is a good thing. Make somebody's day better. Have a great day. Members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.